Do you think right. they show any emotion? Mm, I don't know. Be interesting. Not really an emotional be. guy, you know. Yeah, but like maybe in the moment, you're just going to be overwhelmed. You want me to just break down and start crying on stage? It would be a really great TikTok. Welcome to Cue the Mic. Welcome to Cue the Mic. Episode, Episode 24. 24. We're damn 24. near half a year in. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Wow. wow. Trucking along. Impressive. Impressive. Emma's rocking the uh, Grandview Vikings hat. Oh, no. Don't usually oh, see are. Emma. Don't see usually see Emma working a hat. Yeah. I, um, it's just one of those hair days, you know? Oh, I was wondering if it was a hair day. It wasn't a support your brother on the Grandview football team. It was, uh. Well, that too. That too. I was supposed to go to his, he had a game yesterday. Well, he had a game yesterday and I was going to go. I told everyone I'm going to go. It's one fifteen. I call my mom to be like, Hey, what time are you going to, what time are you going to get there? And she's like, where are you? I said, I'm at home. Duh. She's like, Emma, the game's in Fort Dodge. <laughs> I'm not going to that game. I'm not going to make that. So, Sister of the win? Year. Did they I actually win? don't even know. I didn't check. Oh, big, big fan <laughs> of your collegiate brother. I don't even, I'm not even going to lie. I don't even know if he played. It's a JV game. Well, we it's can fine. always look up the stats online. Yeah, that's true. Right. No, exactly. But yeah. <laughs> really oh, call me boy. out there. Calling yeah. Calling you out. Yeah. So. What else going and on? And then, um, not a whole lot. I'm officially done with Ferrell's. Well, I mean, I'm not done with Ferrell's, but I'm done with my challenge so I can drink again and eat good food. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty exciting are you, stuff. Are, are you? Did you eat good food already or no? Yeah. I yeah. did not hesitate. What's nope. the first thing you tore into? Um, I split a pork tenderloin at Peppers in Cedar Falls with my sister on Saturday. and then Was it good? Is, is that a good point? You know, I'm a pork tenderloin aficionado. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. I ate it in about, well, I mean, it wasn't very big. My sister made it sound like it was huge, so we needed to split it. We definitely could have. I could have had my own. But I probably ate it in like three bites because it was the first fried food I'd had in the summer. Did kill, five did, months. Did, did it like kill your gut? No, not no? too bad. But I definitely, oh. I inhaled it so fast. Like my mom hadn't even finished cutting her sandwich and she looked up and was like, are you done? Yeah, <laughs> I am. It's fine. But yeah. It's fine. And I had Taco Bell. So we've. Treated ourselves. But, awesome. Yeah. That's about it. That's about it? Mm-hmm. What about you? Well, we made the big trek to Murfreesboro, Illinois. Mm-hmm. 17th Street Barbecue, the Praise the Lard 35th Annual, probably one of the longest-running contests. I would say KCBS contest, but I think it was a Memphis Barbecue Network contest before. Now it's a duel. 
contest. So we headed down there Wednesday because we always like to enjoy friends. And so we're sitting in the bar having dinner at 17th Street and ordered my favorite, the pork steak. It was really good. And in walks our friends, uh, Bill and Shauna from Massachusetts Smoking Hogs in in Boston, Boston, oh, Massachusetts. Wow. Didn't even know they were coming. And here they are. And I said, where are you parked? And they're like, well, we're parked out here behind the building. I'm like, no, you're not. You're parking next to me. And then it became Amy Mills, who runs the contest, says, well, is there room? I'm like, yeah, we'll make room. Don't worry about it. Just, you know, we have a little thing underneath the water tower, clear out away from the contest. We call it Asshole Alley. Oh, Jesus. And so all my friends always get, we've been parking on Asshole Alley for years. And people get a... Um, you know, it's great because right, right up the street from us or right across the street is like a section eight housing. And mm-hmm. so there's always domestic disputes and whatever. It's great. It makes for great, great viewing. Nobody's ever been shot yet. So we're, we're fine, but it's, uh, not the best part of town. I mean, it's a good, it's a great part of town, but then it turns into maybe not the best part of town. And we have a view from that not so good part of town. So it's fun. So we moved them out there at night. We'd had a few beers and and so I'm like, come on, hook up to that trailer and move out here. So we moved them out there. So we had a lot of fun. Had a couple other uh, corn cookers, they call them, the out of mm-hmm. Warehouse Barbecue and Atumwa, the sponsored teams. Um, nice. that Maddie Max and T-Rex, they moved out. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of fun all weekend. They're kind of... I don't want to say they're new to the sport, but they're all two to three years into competition barbecue. So we had a lot of fireside chats about life in general and just competition barbecue and how people overthink it and right. things like that. So had a lot of fun, ate a lot of great food. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, we had the 17th street. We, we had pork steak um, and they always, they have this um, jalapeno or they have a, uh, yeah, jalapeno sausage and pimento cheese platter, which Ooh. I can't eat the pimento cheese now because of the lactose, lactose. intolerant. But yeah. anyway, I ate the crap out of the sausage. It was good. Our yep. friends had the pimento cheese. It was really good. So overall, good meal. The next morning, we got up and went to Faye, which is another restaurant owned by Amy Mills. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of a swanky... New York City vibe brunch place, if you will, but it's a it's really cool. So it's a mm-hmm. it's very clean feel. But you order at the counter, but then they kind of have a little small grocery store in there or oh, a gift gift shop, if you will, oh. that has items from like New York City and around the world. Oh, so nothing cool. you would normally find in Southern Illinois, but right. Um, but they opened a couple of years ago. Faye is, it's just amazing. They make homemade biscuits there. Um, so I had a smoked bologna egg and cheese biscuit and I added a local sausage patty to it. Mm-hmm. It was just killer good. And my, my buddy Randy, who joined us for the weekend from Twyford Barbecue, mm-hmm. he came down and he had this French toast and it was most amazing bite. And, and he ate it, but it was like, it was like not almost like bread pudding, right? Mm-hmm. That was cooked and cooled down, and then 
deep fried. So the outside of it was super crunchy, but the inside was very soft bread pudding like. And then it came with like fresh strawberries and stuff. It was amazingly good. I only had one bite of it because he couldn't eat it all. And I'm like, okay, well, I take that back. I had one like square. Uh, It was so good. It was so good. It It sounds really good. So we just eat like carnivores there, you know, uh, Pat mm-hmm. Burke yeah. has a barbecue place in in 17th Street too. And he's just a legend, just a great guy. And so he's only open Thursday through Sunday. So, you know, if, if you talk to the locals, they'll say everybody from around the world comes into 17th Street because Amy's done such a great job of marketing mm-hmm. 17th Street barbecue and their, their empire to the world. Mm-hmm. over the years and then but the locals eat at pats mm-hmm. so we went in he had brisket tacos very simplistic brisket tacos with had corn on them uh pickled onions cheese mm-hmm. um and then homemade potato salad homemade brisket seasoned green beans super good yeah that sounds good what else did we have <clears throat> oh we had uh we found so I was sitting there talking to Bill after the contest, and he starts talking about tacos. Well, Bill mm-hmm. started talking about tacos. I said because we were talking about what's our favorite thing to eat after a barbecue competition, and my favorite thing to eat is a McDonald's fillet of fish. Even though I very rarely do it because I've usually got a forty foot trailer behind me, and I don't have a way to get into a McDonald's usually with a big trailer. So I normally don't eat it, but I just crave a filet of fish. I don't hmm. know why. I could crave. I could it's... slam about four of those after a contest, actually. But so he kept talking about tacos, and it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's ungodly amount. Between our last turn in, which was one thirty, and awards were at 6 o'clock. So it was like, oh, we got a That's lot a... of time. And there's a lot yeah. of time to enjoy vodka and... Mm. We were sitting there talking about tacos, and finally, it must have been about 5 o'clock, 4.30, 5 o'clock, I said, Bill, let's go get some tacos. I was still sober enough to make mm-hmm. her down the road. So he just, hey, let's go to this Mexican place up the street called Mi Patio. He goes, I've never eaten there. It looks good, though. So we go in, and we said, hey, can we have like 24 birria tacos to go and some chips and salsa? Oh, yeah. I said, we need it quick. Awards are at 6. So she's like, okay, no problem. So, you know, she, we took 24 birria tacos, and by the time we got back, it took them forever to get it done. So they were bringing us chips and salsa and whatever we wanted, and we got them to go, and we got back five minutes before awards, so we had to take the tacos to awards. Oh. And so we're all pounding these with these birria tacos. Have you ever had birria tacos? I don't think so. So they take- I don't think so. They cook this beef in these spices and kind of a mm-hmm. brothy, I, I would call it a, a Mexican broth. So think of beef broth yeah. with chilies and stuff and onions and garlic and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then what they do is they cook this beef till it's really tender. They take the beef out and then they strain the fat off what they would call the consomme. And then you okay. they they take a tor- a flour tortilla and they dip it in in the consomme and they put it on a flat top and then mm-hmm. they put the beef and cheese on it and fold it over. So the taco is actually orange 
Mm-hmm. And and then they put it, and then they give you a thing, a cup full of consomme that you dip your taco in to eat. And it was okay. like the best birria I've ever had. I mean, I could not believe Sounds how. Sounds delicious. You know, sometimes you get birria and the, you know, the, the beef is two days old, three days old, mm-hmm. and they just heat right. it back up. This was like birria right out of the pot fresh. I mean, it was just, everybody was just raving. So we ate about, I don't know, 15, 16 of those. Well, not just Bill and I, but we shared. Right. But there was still like eight. There were still like nine tacos left over after awards. So somebody, one of the guys put it in his, ref- I said, put it in your refrigerator. He goes, oh, we're leaving at three in the morning, man. These are going to be so good for breakfast. <laughs> so yeah, T-Rex got yeah. the uh, thing, but overall great foodie weekend. Uh, yeah, it lots sounds of like good, it. Lots of good stuff. Contest kind of takes second to that. Mm-hmm. That makes, kind of checks out for you. Yeah, so like I said, Randy from Twyford Barbecue, uh, actually, our our Luke last Darn- guest. Luke Luke Darnell likes to say he's not a co-host. He was your second guest ever. I also like to say that. <laughs> I always love to give Lukey crap. I'm gonna, I get to spend the weekend with Luke now. So you guys said that no, you guys said that yeah that Twyford was. Our first guest, and Luke was a co-host, but he was also a guest. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter. He's Twyford to, it was do, second. It doesn't matter. So Twyford shows up, and uh, he comes mm-hmm. down. He comes down uh, Thursday morning, mm-hmm. and then so he had got a, a VR a Verbo just right down the street, mm-hmm. and so he's kind of hitting around because he used to cook a lot on the Memphis barbecue network. He cooked, mm-hmm. we cooked with him on KCBS too, the Kansas city network, but he used to cook a lot of Memphis and he goes, Hey, mm-hmm. what do you, what do you think about cooking ribs under MBN? I said, well, we could probably do that. And Sherry gives me the kind of stink eye going, mm-hmm. what is that going to interfere with anything you're doing for the contest? And I said, no, no, it doesn't want to interfere at all. Just going to cook a few extra extra ribs. So I mm-hmm. said, Randy, we can team up and do this. Or if you want to sign up under Twyford Barbecue, you can sign up under Twyford. I'll help you cook the stuff. And then we'll, you know, you turn it in. If we make finals, you got to do the presentation and all this bullshit. Mm -hmm. And otherwise, we'll team up and I'll split the cost. Or if you want to do all the costs, if you want to put it under Twyford, you pay for everything. So he decided he would run under Twyford. So he paid for everything. And Mm -hmm. so we... At the last minute, decided instead of doing ribs, we hadn't signed up, but it's Friday at like two o'clock in the afternoon. We're like, hey, we'd right. like to sign up, but we might as well do pork too. And Sherry's like, are you kidding me? You're cooking pork too? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we'll get it done. No big deal. So we decided to cook both of them and actually did really well, you know? Mm-hmm. So we turned in and I, I was, I was doing the, uh, I would just cook my regular rib recipe because Randy didn't bring anything. He just, Mm-hmm. shows up right so he went and yeah he went and got some ribs from 17th street and then they weren't cut down to what they needed to be mm-hmm. and you have to use a bandsaw to do it so they gave him like a little portable scroll saw so him and andrew bloom from wichita packing were outside the trailer and it's like 90 degrees outside and they got these ribs sitting outside and they're trying to saw them and they're just doing a horrible job just a horrible job and flies are everywhere the flies were so bad and they i could tell they dropped the ribs a couple times because when he brought them into me to kind of prep them up a little bit 
then there was grass all over him. And it should was you like, be calling okay. him out like I'm that? Like, Randy, huh? Should you be calling him out like that? Yeah, it's Randy. Okay, fair enough, I guess. And and we weren't eating him, so right. <laughs> they weren't no. that bad, but okay. But, but anyway, they they were horrible. They just butchered these ribs. But anyway, so right. we only had like six racks of ribs, and we had to save the two best ones in case you make finals. So then right. we got four racks of ribs, and so they just, they look like dog shit. But, they, I mean, they tasted really good, but they were, and they were juicy mm -hmm. and stuff. But so we did that and the pork, and so we turned them in, ended up not making finals, which he was a little disappointed. But then yeah. he got fourth in, I think fourth in pork and fifth in ribs, or maybe it's backwards. I don't know. But anyway, so he wins like $1,100. And I'm like, this is awesome. You won like 1100 bucks. You invested 400 He won 1100 bucks, And we didn't have to do any dog and pony show. We didn't have to wax the smoker up and look good for finals. I said, this is the best thing ever. Plus, he won two apples. So what? it was a lot of fun. And he, he was a little disappointed. We cooked pork steak on Friday night. They had a, mm -hmm. a SCA contest as an ancillary, and Randy's mm -hmm. like the pork steak king. So we okay. went to the grocery store and had him custom cut some thick cut pork steaks, mm -hmm. and we just smoked them off and and finished them on a hot grill. Turned them in, got second, tenth of a point out of first. But he was mad. Oh, wow. He didn't win it. He didn't win an apple for second, and so he was a little disappointed. But he got a couple apples on Saturday. Right. We got an apple in the KCBS. We hit second in ribs and second in ribs. We got sixth in brisket, one one spot mm -hmm. away from getting another apple, but ended up fourth overall. Overall, great weekend. Mm -hmm. Had a lot of fun. Saw a lot of people that we don't get to see. Our good friend David and Celeste tomorrow came out of Louisiana to kind of come out of retirement and cook. So we get to mm -hmm. spend a little time uh, with fun. them. We we toured on Thursday morning. We toured their retirement farm called Inheritance Farms mm -hmm. out about an hour and a half away from Murfreesboro. So we got to ride around on his four-wheeler and go show us the deer hunting ground and showed us the house. And plus he brought me just a crap load of sausage. So I got stocked up on boudin sausage from Ronnie's Boudin and Hammond, which is the best boudin ever. And David just starts filling at a freezer full of, you know, blueberry deer sausage and summer sausage and muffalata sausage and just yeah. He and of course David in true David style mm -hmm. gives me all the sausage, but fails to write on the package what any of it is. Oh yeah. So so it's I I think I'll just take it all to the American Raw and cook it up, and people go, "What's this?" I don't know. What's it taste Take like? Take a bite and find out. Take a bite and find out. <laughs> yeah. Make it a game. Guess this yeah. sausage. Guess that sausage. So maybe instead of the tenderloin fry, we're going to have the sausage, sausage fry this year. No, we're going to have tenderloin no, fry. I was going to say, I think you'd disappoint a lot of people if you didn't do tenderloins. Yeah. American Royal Week. Uh, got home yeah. last night. We drove, drove back yesterday. Got back about, I don't know, 2 o'clock maybe, 2.30. Not bad. Eight eight hour trip from Southern Illinois, and instantly pulled back in the trailer into the driveway, dumped the tanks, started filling up with water, and started taking the old stuff out and reloading for the American Royal. So we've only got mm -hmm. 
two-day turnaround. I didn't think we were going to find time for a podcast this week, but here we are. I was a little nervous. Made it work. Yeah. That's why you were bugging me at 6.30 this morning saying, hey, yeah. we're gonna, can, can we shoot this first thing this morning? And I know what you know because Darren's going to get super busy, but I was on the Tailgate Guys podcast earlier this morning, so mm-hmm. we shot that. And while I was sitting here with everything set up, I thought, oh, you know, we better just get this, knock it out of the way. Nice. Yeah. So kind of miss my dad. My dad's delivering wood to the restaurant right now from Southeast Iowa, and I'm missing him for recording a podcast. Sorry, Dad. Sorry. Thanks for the wood. Emma's <sighs> fault. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, but Royal Week. Royal Week. Royal Week is crazy for us. It's even crazier mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's nuts. So just a normal contest, but we're heading down Wednesday morning to the Royals. So Wednesday and Thursday will be all about seeing friends and eating good food and just walking around and just the biggest family, biggest family reunion and barbecue will happen Wednesday and Thursday. We thought the Mm -hmm. weather was going to be in the seventies and now it's going to be upper eighties over the weekend. We're Mm -hmm. just going to die out on an asphalt parking lot, but yeah. It's going to suck, but okay, it'll it'll be fun. So then we get to the tenderloin mm-hmm. freed where, you know, so now that's what I'm doing today, trying to unload tr- another trailer that we have to bring down for the tenderloin feed and get all the you know, fryers and oil and panko and everything loaded up. And then we have some friends Thursday morning that are going to pick up the tenderized pork loins and the buttermilk and all that other onions and pickles and all that refrigerated stuff and bring it down. So. Mm-hmm. And so at 11 o'clock, we'll have our 10th annual pork tenderloin feed. We're going up from 350 to 400 tenderloins this year. And we're, oh, wow. You know, last year we did 350 and sold them. And we cut most of them in half. So we probably serve 600 mm-hmm. in an hour and a half, breaded fresh to order. So yeah. it was crazy. It's just crazy. Just mass tenderloin. It is. I've never actually been, but I had one year my mom sent me a video, and the line yeah, was long. Well, it's it's funny because you, I mean, people will do stupid stuff for a tenderloin, but we bring tenderloin and mac and cheese. Jeff brings his shig and egg rolls, which we had to help make too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, uh, it all starts, but it, it, it's fun because you you say we're starting to fry like at ten or ten fifteen, and Instantly, just 20 people show up. I never ask anybody to help. Mm -hmm. People just show up. Yeah, they just want to be a part of it. They want to be a part of it. So now I have people, hey, can I help? Can I help? I'm like, yeah, the more you help, the less I have to do. You know, so I'm I'm able to kind of just oversee operations and quality. Yeah. Plus all the volunteers Mm -hmm. come to the back of the tent and I kind of sneak up to the front and have them slide me some tenderloins down the backside for people that, you know, the KCBS reps and the volunteers mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. We let the, they don't, we don't want them waiting in line for two hours. Right. Two and hours? Got, Some people oh, wait people, in line that long? Yeah. Oh, it's stupid. Oh my God. It's Aaron stupid. would never wait in a line that long. Nobody should. I wouldn't wait in a line five minutes to eat a pork tenderloin. Mm. 
I don't know if I fully so, believe that. So we'll so we'll do that. Well, that'll be Friday. Get the because we're going to cook all the mac and cheese on site this year. A little different, so we're going to mm-hmm. be have to be on our A game Friday morning. Get that all stuff done. Get the tenderloin done. As soon as we get that cleaned up, it's off to prep, prep, and get yeah. ready for the invitational contest, which we usually don't take super seriously. I mean, it's one of our things that it's okay if we score, but we really are interested in in scoring well in the open. So, um, hmm. but we'll cook the invitational contest on Saturday. And then we get the big, uh, as soon as we're done there, we got about four hours worth of Hall of Fame induction stuff we have to do before we go to the big stage and give a speech in front of the 10,000 people. And Are you nervous? The, no, not at all. Oh, I would and be just like and, and just like this podcast, not going to write anything down either. Great. <laughs> Thank your wife, thank your family, thank your staff, thank your sponsors, and then just talk from your heart, right? Yeah. Make it sweet and simple and straight to the point. And funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and crack funny. a joke or two. Yeah. Don't get too particular. Realistically, right? every year we sit through this induction ceremony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as a cook, we're sitting out there going, okay, congratulations, get the fuck off stage because we're trying to mm-hmm. wait for our award. So it kind of, the mm-hmm. awards are after it. So right. everybody's sitting there waiting on awards. So I will make it very short and sweet. Yeah. So that we can get onto awards because that's part of my thing is I've got to, I've got to date with this stage. <laughs> Do you think right. I show any emotion? I don't know. Be interesting. Not really an emotional guy, you know. Yeah, but like maybe in the moment, you're just going to be overwhelmed. You want me to just break down and start crying on stage? It would be a really great TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) If you did. Yeah, earlier this earlier this morning we were talking about it, and Emma says that I was being indicted into the Hall of Fame, no. and I said, "Oh, such a such a great Freudian slip." Because no. I meant inducted, I meant inducted. And I said, "No, I'm, I'm getting indicted into the Hall it of was Fame." So early, I had just started drinking my coffee, and just yeah, and as soon as I said it, I knew it was wrong, and I was like, "I hope he didn't he didn't catch that," and then he did immediately, and I was like, "Son of a bitch." <laughs> Well, there's enough had... indictment in the world today. Oh, Jesus. Right? We don't need to get into that. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah. So anyway, we'll do the Hall of Fame yeah. thing. And then mm-hmm. uh, I'm a little worried because, you know, I'm busy. I get done cooking the contest and now I have to super quick prep all my meat for Sunday. Because right. I've got to go to this induction ceremony, and then I have to go to a social hour thing, and then they take you right to the stage. So I won't get back to my camp until probably eight thirty, nine o'clock mm-hmm. on Saturday night. So, you know, and we have been known to have a couple drinks at awards because they last so long. So I, I got to get all my stuff done so that hopefully I can just come back and go to bed. Yeah. Hmm. Just drink responsibly. So, so how many, I'm trying to think of, so like you essentially do like, is it three 
kind of like mini competitions within one or two mini competitions? Just two. Just two. Just two? So Sat- okay. Saturday is the okay. Invitational. Okay. So in order to get into the Invitational, you have to have won a state championship in the mm-hmm. last year. Actually, right. I think since COVID screwed it all up, I think you have to have won one in like the last five years. It's just, it used to be you had to win one, but then during COVID, since they didn't have it during COVID, if they would have had it during COVID, then it would have been our 20th year. So this is actually, this is our 19th year that we're here and because we didn't have one during COVID. So that makes sense. I wish it was 20th years because 20 years, once you've been there 20 years, you go into another category that... They they name the highest scoring contestant that's been there twenty years or more, mm-hmm. and so old Donnie Teal he always seems to come away with that award because it was always year? him versus Jeff Staney or whatever. So yeah. I was hoping to give him run for his money, but we're going to give him one more chance. But yeah. Donnie Teal, if you're out there listening, you're going down next year, buddy. <laughs> twenty years. That's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of years. That's a lot. That's of years. a lot of years. Crazy. It's crazy. It seems like yesterday. Especially our mm-hmm. one of our first major awards was at the American Royal. Mm-hmm. We had won third place in ribs back in 2003. First place ribs with a perfect, really 180, perfect 180 score and tied for first and got third. Huh. Cooking, cooking ribs on a brand new pellet cooker I'd never mm-hmm. cooked on before. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it was and crazy. That was in 2000. So that was the year after you started. 2003. Dance. No, we started. That was the first year we started. We cooked the oh. royal the first year we started in 2003. Oh, I. Yeah, you that. Yep, that is right. It's 2023. Yeah, holy 2023, shit. which is really 20 years, but they didn't have the royal one year, so that's 19. Right, 19. Math. Yeah. So. Yeah. So there's the invitational, there's invitational. On, yep. on on Friday and Saturday. So normal contest. And then I'm not sure when we also, so there's, and then after the invitational, they start turning in uh, the side dish categories, which I'm going to be at the induction ceremony, but our friends, Melinda from, Melinda and Denny from Sariso Grill here, my favorite breakfast mm-hmm. place in Des Moines. Uh, yep. They're bringing the tenderloin stuff down and she used to compete in the side dish categories down there with her brother, Larry. Um, when he cooked the barbecue, so she's going to cook under Smoky D's and turn in side dishes. So she's turning in, there's a vegetable, potato, there's a bean category and a dessert. So she's going to have kind of the run of our trailer prepping mm-hmm. stuff while we're gone at the induction stuff. She's going to turn in all the side dish stuff. That's pretty cool. And then, yeah, so it'll be fun. They're going to have fun. I've been brainstorming a little bit with her on, mm-hmm. you know, she brought over some some stuff to try yesterday. Ooh, that's the uh, best last part. Last night, her beans. Her beans are amazing. Um, mm-hmm. She had some potatoes. It was really good. She brought over this dessert. And I won't tell you what it was, but I took a bite of it. She goes, what do you think? And I said, it's horrible. She goes, what do you mean it's horrible? And I said, it's got coconut in it. It's horrible. And anybody that knows me know that mm-hmm. I hate the texture, right. taste, smell, Everything associated with coconut. If there's coke, I won't even walk down that aisle in the grocery store. I hate it That's so bad. So dramatic. And, and so, so, I, so I'm like, okay, you can turn that in all you want, but 
mm, you're not going to win with that. She goes, why? I said, because half the people in America are like me. That's... They hate coconut. Right? I mean, I'm like middle of the road with coconut. You either love it yeah. or you hate it. Right? Yeah. Coconut is the Donald Trump of condiments. Oh, my God. Why? You love him or you hate him. Why? Right? I don't know. It just sounded like a good... Because it, it, it is that polarizing. Oh, my gosh. You don't agree? Okay. I... I don't. I'm not, I, we're not. We're not here to express no, our views. No, it's just for coconut, it's polarizing. I for coconut. I like. See, I don't like like coconut shavings, but I do like the taste of coconut. <sighs> like I, I don't like the, the texture. Sun, like suntan like the lotion. The best. If, smell if in I the get world. suntan lotion, right. oh, it's horrible. Uh, you're a weirdo. How it's much time horrible. you spend in tropical places? You'd think that. You just and, overcome and it what? a little bit. And Copper Tone will never get my business because all their shit smells like coconut. Yeah. Mm. So bad. <laughs> okay. What a coconut. That's such a... Okay. So... Okay. So we'll see how thought... she does. She'll, she'll, hopefully she proves me wrong and gets first place mm-hmm. at dessert. So um, your, your sister... She isn't. I thought she helps you with this, or is that a different competition? So, so she goes to the Jack Daniels in a couple okay. of weeks. So actually, my sisters will come down, make the track down to Lynchburg, and so she has the cheesecake business, right? And and she'll she'll actually turn in the cheesecake. She would probably turn in cheesecake here, but it's just Melinda's yeah. coming. Normally, we don't do the desserts, yeah. and then we've got. Uh, and then we got, matter of fact, I need to make a note about sausage. So then we cook the open category, which is anybody can enter. So there'll be probably close to 600 teams. Holy on crap. 600 teams on, you know, there's probably 150 Sunday? or 180 teams on Saturday. And there'll be 600 okay. teams on Sunday. And that's the one okay. you want to win. Because by winning that, you get to come back to the Invitational in the open. Well, anybody can go to the open. But you get to go to Texas, Texas to the Houston Livestock. You get to go to the Jack Daniels World Championship. So, so the winner of the Open gets all the fun stuff. Okay. The winner so of the is that what you had won in the past? Won that one th- we've won that one three times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever won the Invitational? Got second once. We got mm-hmm. second okay. once. Uh, we lost by four ten thousandth of a point back, I think, in 2006. Oh wow! Yeah, so I mean, just yeah. So anyway, and so the Invitational. I never take I never take the Invitational too seriously. I might I might try and actually take it a little more seriously this year. But normally, I take I'll spread all my meat on the counter, and I will take every bit of meat that's supreme, and Mm -hmm. I will cook on Sunday. And most people think the opposite. They're like, "Hey, it's the Invitational. I'm really going to give it all because the Open's a big crapshoot." So everybody cooks all their good stuff. Well, then you huh. pit up all the teams that haven't won a championship, which anybody mm-hmm. can win. But right. you know, you take all the invitational teams to add the open, and then you get most of the invitational teams cooking their crappy stuff on the second day. I'm cooking mm-hmm. my great stuff, trying to stay yeah. one ahead of them to win the open. Okay, so mm-hmm. it, I tell you what, we'll be happy if we win anything. You know, that's true. Anytime you get that's to spend true. any call at the Royal is a special call at the Royal. So. We're going to hope for the best. We're we're going to swing for the fence, but 
Do you feel like a pressure? Maybe not pressure necessarily, but kind of. I yeah, a pressure. No, no. To like, uh, especially since you got you your barbecue hall of fame thing. I'm not even gonna try because I'm gonna. But yeah, because you're getting inducted. No, that that's a big that's a big issue I had with the barbecue hall of fame. You know, mm-hmm. was. I felt like a Hall of Fame is for somebody that's retired and irrelevant yeah. anymore. And that's but. my biggest thing because I still want to be relevant. And I think we're proving that we're relevant every oh week gosh. in the barbecue world. Brock Purdy. You're about to be the Brock Purdy of barbecue. Mr. Irrelevant is how you think now that you're in the Hall of Fame. And then boom, you're going to just come out and be one of the best yet again. Um. I, similar. I, w- I was cooking barbecue when Brock Purdy was in diapers. I'm just saying, like, similar storyline. Not necessarily, but... <laughs> I cooked my first American Royal when Brock, Bord- Brock Purdy was, like, four. Brock Purdy's no, younger same, than same, me. Same, so. same storyline. I, I can yeah. feel it coming. Actually, my buddy Andy yeah. Fails from WHL yeah. sent yeah. me a message yesterday. Hey, Darren, when can we do a... When can we do an interview? Can we do an interview? And I said, dude, I am so busy this week. And he goes, that's okay. I want to do it after you win something next week. So <laughs> Nice. Nice. But yeah, yeah, no. So it's about relevancy. But, it, you mm-hmm. know, is there any stress? No. But I do, turn on, I do turn on my A game. I don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't take things too seriously. But when it comes to the American Royal Open, I am yeah. laser focused. And people see it around me. Luke, Luke even yeah. asked Luke about... He goes, I seen a Darren the first time he ever went to the Royal. He seen I, I seen a Darren I've never seen before because everything mm-hmm. is just dialed in. I'm right. just focused on one thing, winning the big prize. So I yeah. think I've made that analogy many times before. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you I'm, I'm, ti- I'm Tiger Woods over the ball on the on the 18th on the 18th tee. This is before all the abuse stuff, whatever. But I'm <laughs> no, Tiger Woods, one around. of the greatest golfers ever. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. on the ball. I'm on the 18th green. I'm on the 18th tee and I'm down by one. That's when he does his best. And when I get to the American Royal in the open, that's when mm-hmm. I'm at my best. Now you still got to hit the good tables and who knows it'll fall where it'll fall. But the best food I'm going to put out all year, I guarantee in my mind yeah. will be at the American Royal. Hmm. Are you going to do your two, two sauce, two rub thing that you've been yeah. doing? Or yeah, have you- yeah. We've been doing it, man. Okay. I tweet. I tweaked a little bit on brisket. I switched a little bit on brisket. I went back to a, mm-hmm. a brisket recipe in 2014. Actually, Sherry has to remind me about stuff. She goes, "Why don't you do this anymore?" I'm like, "Oh shit, I forgot that I used to do that." And so we had a couple. We, we had a couple of them, and mm-hmm. I never write anything down, right? So yeah, she's like, "Why? Why didn't you do this? Didn't you used to do this too?" And I'm like, "Ah." Oh. So then last week, I'm like, Genius. "Okay, I'll do it." And so I get first place in brisket. I'm like, "What? This is easy. I'm back to my back. brisket." And then, uh, right. then I went to uh, this past weekend. I get sixth in brisket. I still win my table, so that's all you can mm-hmm. do: win your table and hope you get lucky and get the best mm-hmm. table. But you know, I won my table, got sixth, and so I feel like the brisket game's back. I feel like my rib game left me, um, mm-hmm. but I feel like now my rib game's back. I got confidence. I've hit first last week. I hit second this week. You know, so we go. I'm really about where Learned. I want to be cooking stuff. Chicken kind of left me, but that's you're, okay. Chicken will come back. 
you're peaking at the point where you said you want to be peaking. That's exactly right. That's on purpose, you know. Well, I feel like sometimes you have no control over that. You don't, but, and sometimes it's just, it's hard from a, from a focus standpoint. So no, my mind is exactly where it needs to be going into Royal week. Um, I got to go pick out ribs, but the pork that I have and the brisket I have just look amazing for this week. The chicken's already trimmed. Um, it's just a matter of executing. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of staying out of the sauce on Saturday night, you know, because Drink last responsibly. year, well, last year I remember <laughs> walking back from the invitational awards and Steph mm-hmm. from the slabs.com, the team, uh-huh. They said, hey, you got to stop by our white people taco night. And I'm like, I've never done that. So I'm walking back from awards. And I told Sherry, I said, hey, I'm going to go this way. I'll meet up with you. So I walked away and went to white people taco night, right? You know mm-hmm. about white people taco night, right? You watch TikTok? You Isn't don't it just... About, you don't know about white people taco night? I feel like it's just how I grew up eating tacos. I don't think... Right. But it's yeah. white people taco night. No, I don't know that well, sound. You don't know that song? No. I think you need no. to input that into the podcast. Go to TikTok. Take the sound. You buy the you buy the tortilla shells and the ground beef and the or whatever whatever. It's a great song. So she has white people taco night party. So I go uh-huh. there, and of course she gets me all liquored up. So yeah. much that they had to deliver me back to my spot because oh, I didn't know where I was. Oh, and whoops. so I didn't do so well in the open. So we got to no white. Sorry. Sorry, Steph. If I go to white people taco night, it's one taco and I'm out this year. Drink responsibly. Yeah. I don't think you <laughs> hang out with my friends. Clearly not. Clearly anyway, not. I'm I'm trying to I, I got to stay I got to stay a little like I drink a lot but the <laughs> past few weeks is really a test on the liver but um hang on know that feeling that's what the American oil is hopefully we get out of our system party. on Wednesday and Thursday so then we can just focus in on the competition and mm-hmm. get in bed by nine o'clock Friday and Saturday and so we'll yeah. see I'm a little concerned about that but we'll see. They have the Royal at Arrowhead, right? No, it's at the Kansas oh. Speedway. So they had it a couple of years. We used to hold it in the West Bottoms in Kansas oh. City where Hale Arena mm-hmm. and and that was amazing. It was an amazing place. It was just a lot of history there. Mm-hmm. They moved right. it. They were tearing down Kemper Arena, so which they never did tear down, but they were move they were tearing it down. So they had a demolition site. Well, they never tore it down, but we moved it out to Arrowhead. And that mm-hmm. was kind of a horrible place to have it. It was just a, yeah. it was a big parking lot, but there was no rhyme or reason to it. And the awards, you know, you, you got a stadium that holds 70,000 mm-hmm. people and you put awards up in the seats. So the awards looked like you were just this empty crowd, like nobody was there. Mm-hmm. And so then they moved it, had it there a couple of years. And then they moved it into the indoor of the Speedway, which makes it super convenient because there's you know, bathroom facilities everywhere and there's electrical mm-hmm. hookups most places and water. And and so it made it really, it's really good. It's found its home. But the first year they did the awards up in the, up in the stadium, mm-hmm. in the stands, and it looked the same as kind of like, man, they got to change this. Well, then the next year they actually put up a big stage. And so everybody's sitting on the grass 
mm-hmm. um, with the awards, and it's kind of back to this normal, huge crowd look. So they've, they've done a nice. great job, and the organizers at the Royal do a great job of just making it one of the, the best contests. Hmm. Yeah. It's fun. Well, it sounds like fun. It's going to be great. Yeah. And next week's episode is going to be crazy. I can feel it. You can feel it, hopefully. Mm-hmm. If not, hopefully. we'll talk about what we ate and drank. Yeah. Just like we do every week. And then talk about prepping for the Jack. Prepping for the Jack. Yeah, got a week got a, got a week off and then the Jack. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we've been yeah. cooking, what, three, four weekends in a row. So we've been going strong. I feel like we're in the Back groove. To normal. I, I, I hate to take a week off. Maybe I won't take a week off. Maybe don't. I'll go find somewhere to cook. Yeah. Got to practice. I, I got to run to Memphis and pick up a new barbecue trailer at some point. So I got to figure out how to do that. So. Don't you have like people for that or something? Mm, yeah, probably. But, you know, you know, me and driving. I yeah. can put my, myself in the car for 18 hours by myself. Amazing. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So that's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah. Hopefully uh, next week we'll come back and have some good royal news about how we ended up. We'll at least have a really kick-ass, cool Hall of Fame trophy. We know that for right. sure. That's true. A and hopefully record. a TikTok of you crying. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Might Damn. get a little choked up, maybe, but I doubt it. <laughs> it's just like so funny to for me to picture that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I just can't even see it. That would be funny. Okay. But yeah. In the meantime, we're not going to ramble on this week. Mm. Well, there was I one more things, thing I did want to ask you about, though. What's because that? you're Swifty, right? We've discussed yeah. this on the podcast. Yeah. I, I, did you I saw see? that yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even a Chiefs yeah. fan, but I'm a Travis Kelsey's fan. And boy, are we pumped for him. I, uh, it's my entire TikTok feed right now, actually. I only, I only, I haven't been on TikTok in a few days, but I, I went, I was watching last night. I don't watch football. I don't watch anything. Well, I was at my mother-in-law's eating dinner mm-hmm. and they had the Chiefs game yeah. on. Right. So I was kind of watching it. Mm-hmm. And so I saw the Taylor Swift thing and, and my brother-in-law goes, what, what is the deal with her? And I'm like, she's just, she's a generational artist. She's a Billy Joel, Elton John, modern day. She's mm-hmm. liked by four years olds and she's liked by 60 year olds. Right. And yep. so it's just, and she's a very good entertainer and she's put in her time and it's just, and she's just, she's just a generational artist is what I would call her mm-hmm. and whatever. And so then this morning I opened up Facebook and somebody posted about, you do know, realize Travis that in 10 years, she's going to write a song about you. <laughs> people right now, people are convinced this could be it. It, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as it. No, when, there is. Yeah, there'll be a, there'll be an this it will be for the f- about five years, maybe four <laughs> Everyone, years. I give them three. I give it long term. I'm team. I'm team Taylor Travis for life. Well, they've been boinking behind the scenes for quite some time. Oh, if she's if she's in yo, the suite with mom. If, if yeah, if she's in the did suite you see with how mom. She reacted when he got his touchdown. I, Oh, My yeah. TikTok's like, guys, this is not new. This is also, not new. This is, they've I, just done a very good she, job of keeping this secret. She's an Eagles fan. So, like, she's, like, in now. She's got Jason and she's got Travis. And that's all you need. 
Uh, I can't wait for the new Heights episode this week. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to listen. New Heights, oh, that's their, their podcast. podcast. Oh, that's right. You gave that to you me to listen to once. Yeah. I listen to five minutes. I don't listen to podcasts. I just make them. Yeah. But anyway, I'm glad you saw it. Okay. It was great. I saw it. We're going to follow okay. that relationship. Okay. Good. Okay. We'll report back next week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that was it for episode 24 of Cue the Mic. Uh, like us on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we are at the Q or at Q the Mic Podcast. Um, and follow and yeah. that Smokey D's barbecue feed because we might put some yeah. royal stuff on if I remember to take pictures and send it to Emma. Fingers crossed. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. Um, yeah, that's just at Smokey D's barbecue or on Instagram. It's Smokey D's barbecue dot five one five. BBQ dot five one five. Yes, BBQ. Sorry, just okay. how I spell it. But yeah. In the meantime, mm, I gotta go unload a trailer. We're out of here. Yeah, we're out of here. See you guys next week.